What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Sassy Lash Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist or as a salon owner. So whether you work for a company or yourself, this podcast is for you. Hey everyone, this is Mike and Shauna Jones, owners of Sassy Lashes. Our heart is to share with you our uphill battle in this lash industry and how we started from a tiny bedroom on a budget broke, how we turned this company into an eight figure company. We're here to encourage you um, during your lash journey and share a raw version of what it's really like. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about growing your client base on a budget. All right. Before we get into that, I just want to tell you guys about a contest we're running right now. So we're actually doing an iTunes review contest. So if you go onto iTunes, leave us a review. All you got to do is take a picture of the review and send it to giveaways at sassylashbrands.com. We're going to do a giveaway. That giveaway is actually a new car. No, I'm kidding. That giveaway <laughs> is actually a gift basket with about $300 worth of lash products in it. It's all Sassy Lash brand products. So it's gonna have different types of glue, tweezers, lashes, magnifying glasses, everything. Pretty much everything that comes in our basic babe kit. You with guys, a little more. With a little more. It'll be a little bit cuter, a little bit girlier, I'm sure, once my wife yeah. gets her hands on it. <laughs> but yes, we're gonna run the contest into April. In April, we will actually pick a winner. So we're giving you a chance to get some free product here just for listening and subscribing and leaving us a review. Having said that, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So I'll let you get started, go ahead. So we're going to be talking about today, um, you know, growing your client base when you're on a budget, because obviously that's what we did when we started. Um, back when we started super broke, we had literally no money. Um, we didn't even have money to advertise on Yelp or any sponsored ads. Or get Starbucks. Or get Starbucks. We were that broke. So it was really hard to get clientele. As a lash artist, you know, I see in all these, in these groups, people are so frustrated because they think that the market is so oversaturated and, you know, they want to throw in the towel because it's really hard to gain clientele. They don't want to adjust their prices. So um, we're going to be talking about easy ways to market yourself while you're on a budget. Um, one of the main things that I did was was I took advantage of Instagram. So this was before you know we started doing- Wait a minute. You mean social media is for marketing as well? <laughs> yes. Not just Huge. showing laundry pics? Yeah. <laughs> Who knew? Huge. Who knew? Hey, that's marketing too. Okay, I know. Okay. So- uh, Anyways, um, <laughs> so before sponsored ads, you know, when you don't have money, what something that I did that actually worked, I had a huge return on it, was every single night before I went to bed, I would follow anywhere between 50 and 100 females or anybody that I thought was, you know, someone who would want eyelashes or maybe already has eyelash extensions. So what I would do is I would follow them and then, you know, Instagram will cap you. Like they won't allow you to follow too many people. So it's usually about 50 to 100 people. Um, I would follow them. And how would you, how would you just so the audience understands, how would you pick these girls? So I would go under like hashtags. So we're in Vegas. So obviously nightlife is huge. Okay. So I would put in like a hashtag like uh, Vegas cocktail server or Wet Republic. 
And I would find these girls like in the industry and I, I'm not targeting them, That's it's not bad. Obviously they're all beautiful, they all um, you know, get things done like their hair, nails, lashes. So I would find these girls and I would follow them. Sometimes I would even go into their followers or go into their pictures and see who is tagged because obviously it's their girlfriends. Uh-huh. There are other cute girlfriends who probably get lashes too and I would follow them. And after when following you, them, when you follow them, what would you do? Would you try and show them like a picture of your work, a photo? No. So I, w- I would simply follow them. So after I followed the 50 or 100, I would go back through. I would go on their Instagram and I would basically like a bunch of pictures like a psychotic stalker. <laughs> right. So when they log into Instagram, all it shows is Sassy Lashes LV has liked 955 of your photos. And they're like, who is this psycho? <laughs> Sassy Lashes. <laughs> Who is a psycho? But it would work. Your living room curtains look great, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. So they would be like, who is this person? They would go onto my page and I would always make sure that, you know, the first three or four photos were like just amazing edited photos of my work, which I thought was really amazing at the time, but it wasn't. But they would see, you know, my work and then they would be that much more interested by going onto my page and seeing my work. They would DM me and be like, hey, how much do you charge? Um, You know, and this this is... I don't feel bad saying this. So I would also go into other competitors' Instagram and I would follow their followers as well. You know what I mean? Obviously. That's that's super smart. Can you say that one more time? So I would go into my competitors' social media, right? Because all is love and fair and war, right? All is fair and love and lashes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I would follow all of their followers because realistically, and I'll even say this about our company, even though I would hope that 100% of our clientele is happy, you know, bottom line is there is some people who aren't you know fully 100% satisfied okay it could be on customer service it could be on retention it could be on a multiple list of things so I would go into their their followers and I would follow those clients Um, and not just to steal them but like what if that lash artist goes on vacation and they have an emergency fill And Everybody then, knows what it's like to have a lash 911. <laughs> yeah. And you're dying and you're like, wait a second. That one person followed me, liked 966 of my photos. And my lash girl that I'm you know, in a relationship with is out of town. So I will give her a try. And then you just you know, turn it on for them. And then hopefully you, know, you win that client for life. Yes. And guys, I just want to touch on something really, 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 really important here. She gave you some really good free info. So... I'm guessing a lot of you out there that are just starting out or have been doing it for a while but don't really have a lot of clients, I'm guessing everybody's trying to figure out how to do this, how to save money, keep money in their pocket. So unless you hit the Powerball and you're just bored and you're just doing lashes because it's just like a boredom hobby thing, everybody starts in the same boat, okay? So one of the most important things she said was she would go on there, follow them, and then like all of their stuff to get their attention, to get them to notice her. So it's really important. One thing she said was when she would get them to come to her, she would then turn it on and hope that they, she, they, she would become their new go-to. So how do you do that? How do you make people become the new go-to? This is a super, super important lesson that a lot of our lash artists even at Sassy Lashes don't understand. We can spend, and, and keep in mind, we spend about sixty dollars to $70,000 a month on marketing to feed about 60 girls to make sure all, the, all of our girls are making a great living. But what's super important is that when these girls come to you and sit in your chair, you have to make a friend. They have to like you and trust you. What does that mean? You could be the best lash artist, best isolation, do the craziest mega volume sets, unlimited fullness, make it look like they have a caterpillar running across their eyelid, <laughs> okay? But at the end of the day, if they do not like you or fall in love with you, 
then you do not have a client, okay? And what's really, really important to remember is when getting that client at first, they're sitting in your chair on your massage table or whatever your setup is, they're sitting there and they have their eyes taped up, the iPads on, they, they can't see anything, they're basically blind. You guys ever see that thing in couples therapy where you do the trust fall where the one, the one person sits in the chair and falls back and the other one has to catch them? That's basically what that is. So they're sitting in their chair, you're asking some surface level questions and you're just talking to them and all of a sudden they just start volunteering and telling you stuff, okay? Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, they're like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I know I, I shouldn't be saying this, but you know my girlfriend's a hooker and this, this, and the other. And they start telling you the wildest stuff, you know, like literally the wildest stuff. That's how you know that's your client. When they start telling you the personal little intimate details of their life, that's your client. And it becomes a lash relationship. We've for had sure. some girls that would, like if they would come in for an appointment, their lash artist isn't there, would be like, well, we can put you with Sally. And they would be like, oh no. I am not starting a new lash relationship off like that. It's literally like a relationship. So how do you make those person? How do you make these customers start to talk? You ask questions. The key to being a great conversationalist is just asking questions, right? They sit in your chair. Hey, how long have you been in Vegas for? What do you like to do in your free time? What do you do for your work? And it starts there, and then it starts turning into conversation, and, and they start telling you about their life. Now. In order to keep this going, you got to keep asking questions, right? You can't be like, hey, so what's your favorite color? Blue. <laughs> okay. And then it's pff, silence, right? That's awkward. That's weird for everybody involved. So just keep asking questions. And you can tell when your client like doesn't want to talk. Like here in Vegas, we have girls that work like, you know, in the casinos or in, in the industry. Shifts. Crazy shifts. They just got done at four in the morning. They sit in the chair at eight o'clock for an appointment. They're exhausted. They put their earbuds in, they don't want to be talked to, and you're sitting there like an over-caffeinated cheerleader going, so, do you, how long do you like your lashes for? Blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, I just want to chill out. You can tell by looking at them yeah. if they want to be engaged or not. But listen, you have to make a friend. We've actually lost clients to bad lash artists that crisscross lashes and make them crunchy, and we've actually lost clients to bad lash artists because they were so friendly right. that they just wanted to keep going to them. And remember this. If you make that client your friend, you can lose a client, but you can't lose a friend. Absolutely. I would say too, I mean, at Sassy Lashes, it's like, you know, we can throw all the money into marketing, but if it's not sticking and if our lash artists, you know, they're not building those relationships, it's never ever gonna work. You know, and it's kind of like a waste of our money. But most of our lashes at or most of our lash artists at Sassy Lashes are super good about, you know, making friends with the clients. And I would like to say that like a lot of our clients, like ninety eight percent of our clients are just amazing. They're loyal clients, they've been around, they're so sweet. We'll get into like bad clients later, but I would say that, you know, the relationships they have, especially on Christmas, they're getting gifts and all that fun stuff. So we know that they've built really strong relationships and we've kept those clients around. Yeah. And how do you know if you've got good clients? On your birthday and Christmas, your little lash station <laughs> should be loaded with presents. Bunk cakes. Bunk cakes, sure. gifts, everything. Super important. So also, you know, we talked about uh, following people, also kind of important to do. When you first start out, make sure you set up a separate Facebook or Instagram. We were talking about the power of social media. A separate Facebook or Instagram page as an actual business page because you can actually link the two together. Right. And the reason you wanna do that is because in the beginning, you wanna keep your personal life photos separate from your business photos, right? We live in a new time and age where people go, you know, you say you're a lash artist, people go, do you have a picture of your work? Like nobody goes, hey, do you have a business card? Like 
That doesn't work with lashes. People want to see what your sets look like. How are they going to look on them? So it's important to be like, oh, you can follow me at Sassy right. Lashes and then show pictures of your work. What they don't want to see is a picture of you partying the night before and then a picture of your work. Right. So it's really important to not mingle the two. Yeah, they don't want to see you thrown up in your purse. <laughs> definitely <laughs> not, not very want to professional. See you up in the purse. Yeah. So I would definitely keep all of that separate. I would definitely watch what you post, um, just because you know, as you build an audience, things that you think are. Um, you know, not unprofessional are professional to, you know, your different clients. You're going to have different clients from different age ranges. So you definitely want to just um, keep it as professional as you can. Um, that's super important. Yeah. So you're going to get the, the business page set up and you're going to go through, you're going to follow people, have them start coming, noticing your pictures. If you're first starting out as a lash artist, how do I put it? Let's say you're not that good. I'm like, you think you're good, but you know how like when you start something new and you're not that good at it, but you go back six months later when you're really good at it and you're like, wow, I sucked, you know? <laughs> so it's important to go back through and delete those old photos out. You know, you can keep them whatever in a separate library, but take them off your page so your best foot's always forward. For sure, yeah. I would say I always I always kept my, you know, my first set took two days and it was like literally 10 lashes on two each eye. Two days to do lashes. Yeah, it was horrible. Um, and her eyes were completely glued shut. So, <laughs> but <laughs> it was my, it was Make my Make sure girl to tell kid. your friends. Yeah, but I kept those photos because, you know, I wanted to see the progress I was making. So I would say it's super important to keep those, but just stash them away far far away from social media um what did you do um as far as like referral credits like how did you start to build your base in the beginning well back in the day i was so desperate for clients i would say hey if you refer a friend i'll give you a free fill Oof. and that's like giving away the farm Oof. but that's i don't like really, gold. <laughs> i didn't have the farm to begin with so that was huge because everybody's like oh my gosh i want a free fill that's amazing so they would refer their their friends to me and so what would you say to the audience listening how, what would you re recommend that they re they give people? I would say I, I wouldn't give away the farm necessarily unless your work really isn't up to par. Like maybe you just started out and you're only doing classics and you know you you have a lot of work to do. I would say offer them some money off if they refer. Like we at Sassy Lashes, we offer ten dollars off if you refer a friend um, to get uh, classic mixed classic or mixed full sets, and then we offer twenty dollars off if they get a volume or mega set. So we also have leaving like a review. Yeah, leaving reviews. We offer ten dollars off. Also, we have a loyalty program to where your um, on your eighth fill, it's fifty percent off. So Oof. that's super cool, and that makes people want to come back. You know, and it's super exciting when you have your seventh star and you're like, yes, my my next fill is only forty bucks. It's super exciting. So that that's super important, and people love that. So I would definitely do the referral credits, money off. You know, everybody wants to save money, including myself. So I see it from their point of view. Lashes are expensive, so. I think that's a, a good go-to. So just a quick recap, right, to go over everything. Yeah. So we said follow people as many as you can. Try to find ones that look like, you know, they're into lashes, beauty, and get their attention. Follow uh, competitors. Follow just competitors. Not, just not sassy lashes. Yeah. I'll come after you. <laughs> I'm just True kidding. True story. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> offer referral credits yeah. to, get, to get them in the door. Okay. And the last, I, this is the last thing I'll end with, and we like to try and keep these podcasts short for you guys. I will end on this note. So I know what some of you are thinking. I'm going to find an influencer who's got a million followers, right? And I'm going to offer them a free set, a free set for this really pretty girl who's always posting photos in lingerie or half naked, right? She'll be the perfect one because she's got so many followers right. and they're all going to come and start following us. 
quick little story. We tried that once upon a time. We had a girl who was like Instagram famous, one million followers, always posting very risque photos. Right. And the thought process was, hey, she'll shout us out and we'll get a million new yeah. clients. And what happened? We got some thirsty dudes. Some thirsty dudes following like <laughs> a psycho. All the girls never wanted cars. lashes. Yeah. Well, maybe one of them did. But yeah. But anyways, yeah. So it was um, it was definitely not worth it. So I would watch that for sure. Yeah. It's definitely not worth trying to um, get that kind of audience. Yeah. Yeah. So no just way. be careful your audience is. Uh, thanks so much for listening to the show. If you have not subscribed, please go ahead and make sure you do so now. And if you feel you've gotten value from today's uh, podcast, please go ahead and refer someone to us or leave us a comment or review. Any way we can get the word out there to anybody else who is, you know, in the same situation and is trying to grow their business or just needs encouragement or words of advice as a lash artist. We thank you guys for listening. Please make sure to tune into the next episode. Thank you.